Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. What's up, legends? Welcome back to yet another episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. And what I'm going to be talking about today is the mistakes that people make when tracking their macros. Now, you all know, I'm assuming you all know that I'm a big advocate of flexible dieting and knowing your numbers in regards to your calorie intake and your protein in particular, but also your carbohydrates, your fats, and your micronutrients. In terms of getting consistent, accurate results, I think it's the most... uh it's it's the most optimal way to approach your nutrition and every you know quote unquote diet falls under flexible dieting in terms of the way you like to eat regardless of whether that is a balanced diet whether that's keto whether that's vegan vegetarian high fat uh low carb whatever it may be they all fall under the category of flexible dieting and knowing your numbers just like in any good or successful business you're going to know your numbers and like when you're driving a car you're going to know how fast you're going and how much fuel you have left so i think it is essential that you know your numbers when it comes to nutrition in regards to whether or not you're in a calorie deficit for fat loss or surplus for muscle gain or whether it be performance or weight maintenance or just general health and well-being uh, it all falls under flexible dieting and it's extremely important now it is late Tuesday night and I usually get this episode out nice and early and I was almost going to wait until tomorrow and just, uh, and, and push it out a day. But, you know, I'm a big believer in not waiting to, until tomorrow to do things that you can do today. And I almost skipped out on that myself today. So I've pulled myself back in line. We're going to record this episode and it's going to be a good one. So the five mistakes, I'm going to list them now before I go back through and, uh, and go into a bit more detail. Number one is tracking every single gram. Number two is not adding everything into your calorie intake for the day. Number three is tracking your food as you go. Number four is eating like an asshole. Please do let me explain. And number five is trying to eat completely different meals every single day. So let's start with number one. I'm going to try and keep this episode relatively short because there's five points here, as I've just mentioned, and they're all pretty understandable and very relatable for those who have started to track their macros before. I don't want to give you too much information overload for you to try and take in. So number one, tracking every single gram. Now, what I mean by this is I've been doing flexible dieting and tracking my macros for about seven or eight years now, and I genuinely cannot remember the last time I tracked my macros to the exact gram. Okay, so my macronutrient targets, my protein, carbs, and fats, I cannot remember the last time I finished my day on the exact number that I was going for. So that gives you an idea of, you know, close enough is good enough a lot of the time, and consistency is the key when it comes to your nutrition. So you don't need to be 100% exact in hitting your macros. So I see a lot of people get caught up in the, you know, tracking their foods in MyFitnessPal or whatever whatever app they're using, and it almost gets to the point where that relationship with food, which we're trying to you know, build a healthy relationship with food, with flexible dieting and helping you understand that there's no such thing as good or bad foods or uh, fat loss and muscle building foods. There's just calories in versus calories out. And obviously, when it comes to nutrient-dense foods, we want to be choosing um, more of those because that's going to help us feel good, perform better, and just be healthier in general. But a lot of people go to the opposite end of the spectrum and get too, uh, I guess caught up in tracking the exact macros um, and almost over obsessing 
about their food selections trying to hit those exact numbers which then creates that unhealthy relationship with food and brings us back to square one. So mistake number one is don't worry about tracking every single gram, guys. Make sure you're tracking your food, you're trying to finish as closely as possible. I usually give my clients ranges to stick to. So uh, if they're protein targets, so let's say, for example, protein and carbohydrates, I'll almost always tell my clients to stick within you know, roughly 15 grams either side of their target and fats are stay within 5 grams either side. So if your target for protein is 180 grams, then you could be between 160 and 200 and you're going to be fine as long as you still stick to your calorie target um, and you're not completely blowing out but you're staying consistent from day to day. So don't worry about, don't worry about sticking to the exact gram. Close enough is good enough. Mistake number two is not adding everything in. Now, what I mean by that is when you have a coffee with milk and a couple of sugars, that milk and the sugars are calories and they count to your daily intake, whereas a lot of people think that it's a small little thing so they won't add it in or maybe there's some cooking oil, you know, olive oil, coconut oil, whatever it may be that you're cooking your meats with. We won't add that in because it's only a small amount. Um, you know, the sauce that you put on your dinner, we won't add that in because that's a small amount. You might have a tea before bed and you add some some milk into that or whatever it may be. These little things that add up throughout the day and they all work towards your calorie intake and it's extremely important to understand that because if you're not adding in a few things here and there, by the end of the day, that adds up to a lot of calories. So if you're doing that day after day and by the end of the week, your calorie intake average for the week has actually gone up by a fair bit. Now, the one exception to this that I would recommend you guys follow as well, and I've been following it now for about 12 months, is I don't track any of my green vegetables. Now, I know you're probably thinking I've just contradicted myself, but if you can eat an absurd amount of green vegetables to the point where you're blowing out your calorie intake, then I will personally come and pat you on the back because that's impressive. But to be honest, most of the time, people aren't getting enough green veg. So to try and promote eating more of it, I tell my clients to eat as much as they like, green veg, green salad, as much as you want, don't worry about tracking it, but everything else does need to be tracked. Mistake number three is tracking your foods as you go. So what I mean by that is as the day goes on, you get your app out, you've just eaten lunch, and then you get your app out and you put the lunch in and then you realize, oh fuck, I've only got 300 calories left for the rest of the day and it's only 12 p.m. Okay, or you know, you're on your phone five, six, seven, how many meals you decide to have throughout the day times just to add in those meals as you go and it does it gets mind-numbing and it takes up too much time and it's gonna be more likely for you to you know step away from tracking your macros if you're constantly on your phone getting your food in your app and making sure you're hitting your numbers and constantly stressed about whether or not you're going to reach your targets or not what i would recommend instead is the night before or the morning of go into the app put in at least roughly what you're going to have for the day Add that in, make sure you're hitting your calorie target, your protein minimum, your macros if you're tracking them, and making sure you're getting enough fiber, vegetables, um, fruits in your diet for the day. And then that way, if things change as you go, that's all right. That's fine because you've already got it tracked, you've already accounted for most of the food, and you can just make small adjustments. Or if you're going out for dinner and you're eating out, track that big meal, overestimate what you're going to be having, and add it in first to the app so then you're working the rest of the day around that. And you don't get to that meal and feel bad because you've only got 300 calories left, but your meal's going to be 800 calories. All right, so don't track your macros as you go. Do them beforehand, so either the day before, the night before, which is what I like to do, especially when I'm in a calorie deficit, or the morning of, so then you've got a rough idea of what you're going to have. Mistake number four is eating like an asshole, which I mentioned before. 
Now, what I mean by that is a lot of people get quite excited when they discover flexible dieting because all of a sudden they're not sticking to brown rice, chicken breast, and broccoli, which is absolutely shit house. So all of a sudden they're open up to a whole new world of foods. They're, they're like, oh, I can eat anything I want as long as I hit my macros. So they go from eating a very nutrient-dense, whole food, balanced diet to eating like absolute shit, eating like garbage and as I said before, eating like an asshole. So what I recommend to all of my clients is sticking to the 90-10 rule or at the minimum 80-20. So 90% of your calorie intake for the day should be coming from nutrient-dense, quote-unquote, healthy foods or whole foods that are going to give you the nutrients you need, are going to make you feel good, they're going to help your body body function better, going to help you sleep better and perform better. And then that remaining 10 to 20% can be used for things that you may be craving, might be a glass of wine with dinner, some some ice cream before bed, uh, might be that muffin that you go and have when you go out for a coffee with your friend or whatever it may be. That's that flexibility, but it doesn't turn into the opposite. It doesn't turn into 90% of your foods that is shit as long as they hit your macros and then you throw in a piece of fruit to make yourself feel a little bit better. That's not how it works and that's not the purpose of flexible dieting and I don't want anyone doing that and that's definitely not what I preach and I never have and I never will. I'm a big believer in getting majority of your calories from foods that are going to help you perform at your best, look your best, feel your best, and ultimately make you the healthiest person that you can be while keeping that flexibility in there to make it sustainable. As I say all the time, flexibility is the key to sustainability, but don't abuse that right to be choosing foods that aren't necessarily uh, on you know, a typical diet. But the other side of that as well, and I feel as though I should mention is that you know, flexible dieting doesn't necessarily mean you do have to have that glass of wine or the, the ice cream or the beers or whatever it may be. It can be as simple as instead of having steak tonight, I'm having fish. Instead of having fish tonight, I'm going to have kangaroo. Instead of having oats for breakfast tomorrow, uh, you know, I'm going to go out and have eggs on toast instead. Or instead of having rice for lunch, I'm going to have potato. That is still flexible dieting. That's still rotating your food sources to hit your macronutrients without... Um, going overboard and just choosing shitty foods that aren't going to get you anywhere and ultimately going to leave you feeling like crap. Moving on to our last mistake, and that is trying to eat completely different meals every single day. Now, in particular for those people that are just starting out with flexible dieting, my best advice is one day a week, go into your app, uh, put together a meal plan that is going to fit your macros. You might do two or three meal plans uh, and then prepare your foods like you would if you were following a specific meal plan and have them ready to go for the week so that you know you're hitting your macros without having to worry about whether or not you're going to be close to your targets. You have meals prepared. Um, you're not constantly changing your food sources up day after day, eating as many different meals as you possibly can. Um, you're giving your body that consistency. Your sodium intake is going to be a lot more consistent. You'll be able to keep your water a lot more consistent. You'll be able to see what your body is and isn't responding well to, which I think is a massive bonus of flexible dieting is seeing, you know, do you perform well in the gym after eating X amount of carbs beforehand? Or do you feel shitty after eating, let's say, dairy? Okay, and I'm not a massive believer in the fact that a lot of people are, you know, lactose intolerant or even gluten intolerant and gluten blah, 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 blah. We could go on for ages about that crap. But you may feel like you just feel a little bit more sluggish after dairy. So it may be beneficial for you to keep it at a minimum or to cut it out of your daily macros. And that's fine. Um, but these are things that you can figure out by sticking to semi 
consistent meals uh, and, and seeing how your body responds. But I would not recommend trying to eat something different every single meal, every single day, just so you can hit your macros and, and be that flexible dieter. Um, come up with a meal plan, stick to it. When I'm in a calorie deficit, I'm pretty much eating the same stuff over and over again. Uh, even now, while I'm in a surplus, I'm eating practically the same meals every single day. I'm about to finish this podcast, have my tuna and rice with some veggies, uh, and then go to bed. I might have a little bit of Halo Top ice cream, which I have from time to time, but it's all very similar stuff because I know what my body responds well to. I know what meals I like, um, and these are the things that I consistently have in my macros, and it works for me, and you'll figure out what works for you if you are consistent. So I hope these mistakes have helped you in some way. Do let me know if they have uh, by taking a screenshot of the episode, posting it on your Instagram story, tagging myself, maybe even tagging a friend if you think they can benefit from today's show or just telling a friend within the next 30 seconds before you forget about it. Um, but any support is much appreciated. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. I'm glad I recorded it. I'm glad I didn't skip out on today and do it tomorrow because uh, I think this content has been good and I know a lot of you are going to get value from it. So I hope you're having a great week so far. Um, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and I can't wait to share next week's episode with you. Enjoy the rest of your day, guys.